Welcome to the Functional Flex Cave Cast. Coming to you live from the Strength Cave headquarters. Here is your coach, Ryan Milton. What is going on? It is Coach Ryan Milton from Functional Flex, and you are my team of Functional Flexians. That's a thing. Flexians, we just made that. And you guys are here today because we're about to give you a dose of some knowledge. I'm about to hit you guys with some good old Q&A questions. I'm gonna do two of each. We're gonna do this quick and fast. It's gonna be supplements, or it's gonna be contest prep, it's gonna be training, and it's gonna be nutrition. Two questions of each type, so that you guys can take this knowledge and apply this. You gotta get this out, you gotta get this in the brain, we gotta start using it right away, otherwise it all means nothing, you guys. Knowledge is not power. This is something that just came up recently. People keep telling me, knowledge is power, knowledge is power. Knowledge is not fucking power, you guys. Applied knowledge is power. So we gotta get this knowledge, and then we gotta use it. You gotta put it in your life, you gotta tell people, you gotta help people, you gotta do whatever you can with it, and actually see something happen with it. So that's where we're gonna start today. I'm gonna go through this quick. We're gonna get this thing done, executed, and then you're gonna start using this by the end of this. This is gonna be done in 10 minutes, I guarantee it. Let's get it going. Supplements. All right, question number one from Alex. Should I drink protein shakes on non-lifting days? Good question. A lot of people think that protein shakes are only for uh, post-workout, right? Because it's the quick, fast-absorbing protein. You can only drink it post-workout, and that's all that really matters. Otherwise, it's useless. You guys, uh, actually, it's all the same. Protein is protein. Get it in your body. Eat it. Whatever you got to do with it, drink it. doesn't matter as long as you're hitting your goal intake. So if you don't feel like eating uh, more food on off days, you don't feel like eating more food on training days, whatever, have a protein shake. But keep in mind, you don't even need a protein shake on training days. So the question being, should you drink one on non-lifting days? Sure, if you need it to hit your protein intake, okay? That's really all that matters. You can do that through food, you can do it through shakes. Just hit that goal, Alex, and you're gonna be set to rock and roll, my friend. Question number two, supplement category. What is the best fat burner? Questions coming from Megan. Megan, best fat burner is going to be your nutrition and your training. Now, this is in the supplement category, so I know you want to know a supplement. And I'm going to tell you straight up, most of the supplements out there that exist for fat burning, I will say 99% of them do absolutely nothing. They're just basically doses of caffeine. You could drink a cup of coffee or a cup of green tea and get nearly identical, the same benefit, probably even better and it's healthier for your body so do not go looking at supplements as the key to fat burning instead review your nutrition review your training and if you want to kick some extra stuff in there just get some caffeine have some coffee have some tea which I'm sure you're probably already doing and uh, that's gonna give you the best benefit okay but that's really where you got to look the supplements if you just want to waste your money go buy them otherwise do not waste your money on those fat burners all right Megan let me know how that goes contest prep we're moving right in you guys see this is easy two and two we're gonna be done in just a few minutes and you guys will be on your day all right contest prep question number one from Brittany what is the length to compete I'm assuming this means how long does contest prep take? So contest prep is going to be uh, very individual to the person. It's going to depend on where your base is, where your body's at, what your aesthetic is, what competition you're doing. For example, it could be bikini comp, it could be bodybuilding, it could be powerlifting, it could be cro it could be anything, it could be any type of comp. So 
I will say that um, for most all of them, it's going to be a three to four month minimum for most people. So we're talking a 12 to 16 week. That's going to cover any kind of competition, really, you guys. You're going to have to be focusing on your training, focusing on your nutrition for at least that length of time to really get the benefit there. And uh, that's going to be pretty standard for most people. Now, depending on what condition you're in or where you're at or how much you've already been training, you know, that could be different. My athletes that compete in all types of sports train year round for their sport, okay? I believe in the lifestyle, believe in the lifestyle contest prep is what I call it, where you're always living at a happy medium with what you got, with your body, with your mind, with all that, to make sure that, you know, throughout the year you could jump on any comp you want, you can do whatever, your prep's a lot easier. I don't believe in doing the traditional prep where it's just 12 weeks, that's what you do, that's where you focus on your training, nutrition, and then you fuck off for nine months a year. I don't believe in that. If you're going to have it, you want to compete, you want to own it, you want health, then you should do it all the time. It should be a lifestyle. It should be nothing else. So there you go, Brittany. Question number two, what happens after a contest prep? Okay, so this kind of goes back onto what we were just talking about, coincidentally. That's probably why I picked these questions to pair together. But we're talking about the fact that in the traditional sense, most coaches are going to give you contest prep three months, 12 weeks. You're going to go in there, you're going to prep out. And then after you prep, you're basically on your own, okay? They kind of don't have a process for that. A lot of coaches don't. Some will do what's called a reverse diet where they try to take you out of your extreme caloric deficit and uh, help you regain normal nutrition etc but that's that should never happen in the first place that shouldn't be something that should really have to be done um, you should never be so depleted that you get into a terrible caloric range where your metabolism gets destroyed so after contest prep most of the time you're gonna have to be on your own unfortunately with most coaches I'll tell you what I do it goes back to the lifestyle prep we were just talking about you're going to continue on so I never do anything so extreme in any type of prep that people are not healthy they're not sustainable the things we're not doing are long-term because basically it's always the long-term goal I want you to live your life I want you to be healthy I want you to be happy I want you to live a very long happy healthy life for all the people and all the things you want to do in it okay and that's super important to me so we never do anything so extreme in a contest prep in my setting that you can't just go about your normal everyday life right after competition. You hear a lot of horror stories about a lot of guys and girls that are so depleted, so severely trained, so whatever that literally they can't function for like two weeks. They're going to go on a binger. They're going to eat so much crap. They're going to be sleeping. They're going to be recovering. They can't even train because they're so beat up from that contest prep. I don't believe in that. It doesn't happen with me. So you're going to be just rolling right into your normal everyday life. I mean, everything's pretty traditional. Everything's pretty normal if you do have a coach that does not have something in place for you it does not have anything to help you get out of your contest prep mode and you've done something crazy severe you trained really hard etc you guys can ask me any questions anytime I'm happy to help you um, or you know just kind of think about what the best way for you to get out of that is it's not gonna be to go and binge out and do a bunch of stuff for weeks and weeks and quit training and do all that you got to build lifestyles you got to build habits you got to keep those habits even after contest prep Moving right into our training category. Okay, training. What, oh, can't read. What's the best exercise for hamstring development from Angela? That's gonna be the hinge pattern, Angela. So we're talking about deadlifts. We're talking about stiff leg deadlifts, conventional sumos, uh, good mornings with the barbell on your back, any type of hip hinge movement, okay? Kettlebell swings are great too. 
anything where we're gonna hinge at the hips that's gonna really work those hammies and that's how we get that development in there that's really how we get the hamstrings to pop and how we get them to grow and do all that so definitely want to make sure you have hinge type movements in there train them in the 8 to 12 rep range do some tempos I recommend a 4-1 tempo so you're gonna take four seconds to go down one second to come up in whatever movement you're doing it could be any of those uh, swings are obviously not gonna be a tempo you're gonna be just doing kettlebell swings if you're doing those so tempo your reps do the 8 to 12 rep range three four sets hamstring development's gonna come through the roof Angela have fun Training question number two, how do I increase fat burn without doing more cardio? Steve, all right, Steve, great question, my man, because uh, I'm most of the fat burn that I coach does not come from cardio. Here's how you do it. In a training session, with, this is the training category, so I'm assuming that's what we're talking about, do super sets, do giant sets, do drop sets, do things where you're constantly moving. So you wanna do your entire training routine, minimal rest. Now you might be like, oh, Ryan, but that means I can't bench 315 for reps because I'm going to be doing my set so much faster. I don't care, bro. You're trying to burn fat. You want to build, uh, I mean, you want to maintain your muscle and burn more fat. Train with more intensity. That's how we do it. We keep that heart rate up. We keep pumping iron as heavy as we can. And you keep the muscle and then you trim more of the fat, okay? And you get a nice cardiovascular effect here without sitting on the elli uh, elliptical for five hours a day. I don't believe in any of that solid state stuff, you guys. It's very often not needed for the most part. Some people do need it depending on where you're at in your journey and your metabolism, all types of things. You might need to do some solid state and that's fine. But for the most part, um, most of your fat burn benefits should be coming from your training, doing those types of supersets, circuits, drop sets, all that, and then doing great nutrition. That's how we really get it. The cardio comes only if the other things are not getting the result we want, okay? Nutrition category, you guys, we're moving so fast. This feels so good. All right, nutrition category. How many meals do I need per day? No name, answer that, ask that question. All right, you don't need a specific meals per day. I know that you guys see all this stuff that's put out by all these people uh, on the internet, all these gurus and stuff that are saying, yeah, you need five meals a day. Yeah, you need six meals a day. Yeah, it's gonna boost your metabolism. Yeah, this is what you need. It's bullshit, you guys. It's fucking bullshit. Bullshittery. You don't need any amount of meals per day. What you need is to make sure that you hit your macronutrient intake, you hit your caloric goals for whatever you're trying to do. So if it's trying to burn fat, you need to be in a deficit. If you're trying to build muscle, you need to be in a surplus. If you're trying to maintain, you need to be at maintenance. All that matters is your calories. So don't think about how many times you need to eat. Instead, think about equating to the caloric goal, the macronutrient goal of whatever you're trying to do. That can be in one meal, that can be in three meals, that can be in five, 10, it doesn't matter. Customize it for you and your lifestyle. See what works for you, see what's realistic. Do not try to eat six, seven, eight meals a day. If you're a super busy person that can't even get two or three in regularly, just have two or three meals and hit your macros, please. That's what's most important. Don't pay attention to this bro science out there, okay? Question nutrition number two, should I eat before bed when trying to burn fat? Okay, weird question. <laughs> no, you don't really need to eat before bed when you're trying to burn fat. You should not really be eating before bed ever, unless for some reason you weren't hitting your macros, okay? If you're not hitting your macros, yeah, you might have to scarf something down before bed, but it's not gonna actually do anything for you as far as helping you burn fat. Uh, sticking to your goals, sticking to be consistent with what you're trying to do with your calories and your macros will help you burn fat, however. So if you have, for some reason, missed meals all day and now you're about to 
go to bed and you didn't get the food in you need to get in it is time for you to eat something before bed but otherwise is it going to give you a benefit should you purposely try to do it no no real benefit there okay it comes back to the goals it comes back to the calories it comes back to the macros hit those those are king over all else all right you guys we hit that super quick super hard that's going to be two questions for each category Take something from this, please. I know you got something out of that. I want you to apply it. I want you to help yourself, help somebody else. Do something with it. Experiment. Try it. It's a new approach. Hit me back. Ask me follow-up questions. Give me some more stuff, you guys. Ask me more questions, more in-depth about this. I'll hit you up. I'll get you back anytime, okay? There's no question about that. So simply go ahead and send me that. Uh, you can email me, ryan.milton at functionalflexfitness.net. Hit me up on any of the social medias, wherever you're here this now hit me up there okay you can ask me and I'm there to help you guys let's change the world let's get this information out let's help more and more people and let's seriously do something here you guys all rock I appreciate you so much for being here and listening to this take this information and let's do something today coach Ryan is out thank you for listening to the functional flex cave cast for more Head over to the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, at Functional Flex. And check out the YouTube channel, the Functional Flex Strength Cave. Visit our website at functionalflexfitness.net. And thank you for subscribing to this podcast.